Hello, 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 hello. What is happening, y'all? What is going on? Welcome, welcome to another great episode of the Arrington Gavin podcast. This is the show where we discuss uh, trending uh, stories and just uh, thought-provoking discussions uh, from the fields of politics, sports, pop culture, and really all the above, because we, we talk about it all. We talk about it all here on the pod, and I'm just so thrilled that you all, so thrilled that you all um, are joining us on this great Monday. I hope you all had a great weekend. Uh, I can't complain. Um, you know, I had a, a very, uh, we had a close family friend that went on to be with the Lord and uh and she had an amazing uh home going service uh this past saturday and uh you know one thing one thing i i uh, that stuck to me or that i brought out of that service was just you always got to remember you're here to you know to serve and be a servant to others right you know you're here to to you know i don't, I don't know what you're uh, religious beliefs are, but you know, hey, I'm a I'm a Christian. I might not be the the most religious guy because you know, hey, I'm, we're 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 all not perfect. But I try to uh, live away, you know, how I was uh, how I was raised, and you know how the Bible kind of uh, uh, teaches us. And you know, you're here to serve God and to serve others. And this uh, individual, she she really she uh, uh, would take care of others before she would take care of herself. And I mean. I think we all are here to rem remind ourselves that, hey, we got to be, you know, kind of one another, uh, treat others with, with respect and just know that, hey, look, we have so many luxuries, man, that we uh, don't take in consideration and we complain a lot. And we always have to realize, you know what, there's people out there that really need our help. And again, this is just a, a, a true, a true hero to the community. And um, and it's, it's, it's funny because when I when I was at that service. I, I like I run into people that for one I haven't seen in a long time, and uh, and then you 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 run into uh, friends that you you know you speak with on a regular. Didn't know that they knew each other. I was like, well, how'd you do it? So it's just it it was a uh, it was an awesome. It was heavy, but it was an awesome service. And um, um, what else did we do this past weekend? Uh, oh, Friday, Friday, my wife and I, one of my best friends, we all went out to support our dear friend. Uh, Miss Roberta Lee, she's been on the program before. Uh, you hear me talk a lot about her on our radio show. Uh, she's another dear, dear friend. Her husband Nick and I are really, really close, and uh, and so and so is Roberta. Roberta is a country. She's a neo country pop uh, singer, and really, she's just continued to climb up the charts. She has a new album out now called "Too Much of a Woman." I highly recommend for you all to get it, listen to it. Um, you can uh, you can download it on all streaming platforms um or go on her website look her up roberta lee um she's also part of the the black opry which are a group of uh black country artists uh male and female and and, it, and they're dope they're dope roberta had a uh an event at the uh called the z theater i think it's called like the ziders theater over in virginia in virginia beach virginia and it was a beautiful uh uh concert man very uh, very uh, close knit, you know, private, um, you know, not crazy big, but just small and just just a great, great time. Great music. She had her daughter who just turned 10 uh, get up there and sing. And I'm just like, man, these these kids are just stars in the making. OK, I mean, just literally like when I was 10, man, I don't even know what I was doing. I probably was still playing with wrestling action figures or something. I I, I was not 
getting on stage in front of crowds and singing uh, full ballads. Like, no. And I mean, this girl can also play the piano and stuff. So I was just like, man, these kids are just too damn talented. Damn, I got to get my life together. <laughs> okay. Got to get my shit together. But, uh, but, uh, Enough with, enough with the weekend. We get, let's get it. Let's get on to the to the show again. Thank you so much for tuning to the Aaron T. Gavin podcast. Um, we come to you with new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, 10 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time via podcast. Also, 5 p.m. If you want to watch the video version of this podcast, you can tune in uh, to the show on our uh, uh, YouTube channel, R Smooth Club Media. Okay, R the letter R. And then Smooth Club Media on YouTube. Please download, subscribe, share, share, share. I truly appreciate it. Um, we are continuing to grow our sub, uh, subscribe uh, subscribers uh, one day at a time. Um, but we uh, drop new episodes, uh, video versions at 5 p.m. on those exact same days, Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. You can also uh, uh, subscribe to the Aaron T. Evan podcast on Rumble. If you are a Rumble subscriber, please, please, please go to our channel uh, the Aaron T. Gavin podcast. You can find us on there. Uh, R Smooth Club podcast on Facebook. Um, R Smooth Club Media. I believe it's RSC Media on uh, on X. And I'm, I've already mentioned about the podcast, the R Smooth Club Media Network uh, on all listening platforms. Okay, all listening platforms. Uh, what do we have? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Um, let's get it going with the with the show. So this past weekend, um. Talk show host, radio host, Hall of Famer, um, a true icon, pop culture icon, and just, uh, uh, I would say, the queen of gossip talk, uh, Miss Wendy Williams, had a documentary that aired, uh, that premiered this past Saturday uh, called Where's Wendy? Now, the, where's Wendy Williams? Excuse me, where's Wendy Williams? And now, uh, it, it has been uh, spoken about, in, I'm, I'm going to say, in the few weeks prior to this documentary, uh, because we haven't heard from Wendy Williams in a long time. I believe 2022 was the last time we we, we saw her on TV publicly. She had a, a very uh, famous talk show called The Wendy Williams Show that uh, was on for about 14 years, uh, and it was, uh, it was number one. It was a show like no other. Now, Wendy Williams was always known on radio as just that lady that didn't give a damn on what, you know, what questions to ask. She didn't, she was very unfiltered. And um and so you know somewhat of the majority of the talkers today, and she always had her acclaimed you know how you do it how how you do it she had every star regardless of how macho they were I remember she had Hulk Hogan do that how you how you doing and you know lover or hater you always tuned in I mean you had you you know I, I remember hearing my family like oh Wendy is getting on my nerves but you watched her heavenly. So it was just, it was somebody that you you still enjoyed because she that's something that, that's to me Wendy is an individual that I see in my family right just as far as like always in people's business always gossiping this and that and the other and it's like you don't you don't hate her for it I mean so you're thinking it but guess what she's gonna say it and it's not gonna hold back and that that was her niche that was her uh that was her tool which she was known for. And she was very, very, very popular. Uh, but you know, Wendy has always been vocal about her uh addictions, right? She's uh she's publicly uh come out saying, you know, hey, I've um I've had addictions with uh you know cocaine, I've had um uh, 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 uh 
been going through a very abusive divorce, which was very public as well. Um, I think her uh, ex-husband was her former manager, and it, it was very, very sad. She had a a, a movie uh, in uh, in talks about her life, and it was extremely sad. It was extremely sad uh, to see what she had to go through, and and she's also a mother as well. Um, but uh, uh, Wendy was always very open with the with the people, never held anything back. So. You know, coming out with this documentary was like the stuff that you never seen before. And it's like, whoa, wait a minute. But Wendy talks about everything. She tells us everything. Right. So. Her show towards the end, she had been on hiatus multiple times. She had she had said, uh, you know, and it was really because of her health. Uh, she there was a um, viral moment uh, on her show where she fainted. There was a moment that she spoke about. Uh, hey, I'm currently living in a facility for my uh, for my treatment, for my, you know, for my recovery. And while she was still uh, uh, airing, while she was still uh, hosting her show, uh, then, you know, fast forwarded really towards the closing of her uh, show. Uh, there were, there have been a rotating uh, slew of guest hosts many times. And then um, then eventually the show gets canceled. Uh, Sherry Shepard is named uh, the replacement for that uh, that time slot. She now has a Sherry Shepard show, which is uh, very, very successful and very popular. Um, and so no one knew what was going on with Wendy. We're like, where, you know, where's Wendy? There were uh, uh, times where you were paparazzi will find her and she's looking extremely frail and, you know, you know, lost and just not not good uh, physically. Right. Um uh, Heading into this documentary, um, it it was announced that the 59 year old was had been diagnosed with progressive aphasia and frontal frontal temporal dementia. Now, this is the same um, illness that uh, actor Bruce Willis is a uh, is uh, has his you know is going through right now, and is is really a a, a a pretty advanced stage of, of of dementia. Now, again, you're like, whoa! I mean, 59 years old. I mean, Bruce Willis is not an old old guy as at as at all either. I think he, I think he, I want to say he's in his early 60s. Um, um, and it's just, it's uh, and, and it may be a little little older, but uh, Wendy Williams is not even 60. She, I mean, she's 59 years old, and uh, hearing that she is going through uh this is extremely extremely sad um i mentioned earlier uh that uh she has uh they had a a promo of her docuseries called a documentary called where is wendy williams now the docu had highlighted um her struggles of excessive drinking um her her fractured family relationships as well as her uh finances wendy has spoken about being broke that she's broke that she there is no money uh there's been uh uh uh, spoken on different news outlets that there's a guard she's under a guardianship um and she's currently at a facility uh of recovery in florida now her family now that the court system assigned a guardian for to take over you know wendy's i guess estate and take to watch over her um but it's not her family it's not her blood family her niece has been her niece and goddaughter has been going around 
um, who was actually in the docu in the docu series, and she has been going from new source to new source. You know, just speaking. Hey, look, we have not seen my you know my aunt in a very long time. Um, to my knowledge, I, I hope she's well. I think she's doing good. Um, but she you know she has her struggles, and she and she's not being like. Uh, you know, trying to tell all her business. She's just speaking on the family's behalf, right? She's she they care about Wendy just as us the fans care about Wendy Williams. Um it's sad. It's really sad. I'm not gonna show any clips. Usually I'll try and show uh small clips of the um of the show, but I personally don't agree with uh the style of this docu uh series. I don't um I don't I don't like it. I don't like it because you're you're documenting uh, a lady that is going through major uh, just is just spiraling like, you know, major addictions, um, dementia. Her mind is not there. There's uh, uh, clips of showing her being very rude to her, um, her assistant, her stylist uh, It shows Wendy yelling at one point. It shows her drinking uh, an entire uh, or downing an entire bottle of vodka. I mean, there's there's not good moments now there was a, a a sweet moment where uh black china reality star black china um, i'm not sure what her, her government name is i know she had re you know changed her name to her government name now but black china and wendy williams sitting down and wendy does not have her uh her wig on wendy is known for you know having the you know the great the nice hair and always keeping herself looking sharp and uh this time it shows her you know with her natural hair and wendy is just it's it's a sad it's a sad sight to see. Um, this lady is a a sister, a friend, a mother, a cousin, an aunt, a daughter, and it it's sad. It's extremely sad. Um, the 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 public has been back and forth with why they are showing this documentary now. Uh, 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 reps have said this was, uh, this was, um, Wendy's, uh, idea. She wanted the people to see and to document this. I think there was a portion where she, before she was, uh, diagnosed that, uh, that she, uh, uh, speak about what she has been going through since, uh, leaving TV, since her show had got, got canceled. Um, it's it's extreme. That is a a great picture of uh, the one Wendy Williams receiving her Hollywood on uh, Hollywood star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, another again a well deserved. Um, it's just, and that was really probably like her her healthy. She's she's much skinnier guys. Her her, her skin is very uh, a palish uh, complexion, uh, very frail. I mean it's 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 it's. I'll just say, you know, keep her in prayer. Keep her in prayer. Now, if you've seen, you might have seen the documentary, and uh, please DM me on uh, on Instagram or um, leave a comment uh, on this video. But let me know what was your thoughts. What did you think about uh, the documentary? Um, do you think were you happy to that they showed okay what she's going through? Do you are you hoping that she will receive help from not just you know not medical attention, but maybe help from people within the industry? Because Wendy is very passionate about. Being back on TV, I know a while back she was uh, uh, in talks of having a um, a podcast, uh, which everybody was excited about because like, oh, you know, you always you always want to you have to hear her. Her voice was so important. Uh, she was never really a political 
uh, talker, but she was always in entertainment, gossip, music. I mean, that was her realm. That was her avenue where uh, where she uh, where she kept her, you know, her lane in. And so you were just waiting to hear what what does Wendy have to say about, for example, like the Will Smith slap? What does Wendy have to say about the pay wage uh, for uh, for uh, actresses, especially black actresses in, in Hollywood? What is uh, what does Wendy Williams have to say about the new color purple? What does Wendy Williams have to say about um, these uh, musicians feuding with each other? I mean, wh- what is what does she have to say about Cat Williams? Because she let me tell you something. She would have got the scoop with Cat Williams. She sure she sure would have. And that's that's who Wendy Williams is, man. We she was a voice that we have we have always wanted to to hear okay what does wendy have to say about this um but i just wanted to bring that up because it there's they're showing you know different moments within the uh in the documentary and and clips on different uh platforms on social media and um a lot of them are not the good versions in my opinion i mean uh you know people in media have to, you know, show aside, uh, you know, of course, to get those clicks and stuff. But like I said, I I, I refuse to show um, that side of uh, of an individual. Uh, to me, it's just that's that's private. But I mean, I guess, you know, you're like, well, Arrington, they they did sign up to do a reality show to show their inside, you know, behind closed doors and this and any other. I understand that. But I, I you know, her her son is very much still alive. Um, and he was uh, he was also on the um, documentary. I don't think we're too far away from um from from ages as well but if that was my mother or if that was my wife or any if that was my sibling that i knew was ill i wouldn't have i would have said hey look let's show the good side of you and you know we can maybe speak on a very short very short uh a few minutes of what you really you know what the the real wendy williams what you're going through health wise and the stuff that you know people hasn't seen before and things like that but when you when you make that full entire documentary about your struggle and you doing this and that and this and that i mean it's like it's like another uh bobby and whitney i mean no one wants to see that but hey we live in a world where controversy sells man people people thrive to see people struggling people love to see why why hasn't uh, Kanye West get canceled yet? I'm just saying, people. They, everybody, and their mama know that Kanye needs help. Okay, yet he's still doing what he's doing. People are still giving him the opportunity, the platform to do this and do that. I mean, that's that's all that that's all that it is. Same for uh, Miss Williams. She has a team that trust and believe. Uh, as they're they're yes people. They're not. They don't really you know care about this lady. So I mean, it just it, it it sucks because I go back to my weekend when we had to you know send our dear friend home to be with the Lord. Like she's she was a servant to others. She helped people in need. She broke her back for people that she knew, uh, you know, dearly, and that her kids and family even know about. That's who she was. She will give to the homeless. She would she would do so much for others, and that's all that it's about, man. We gotta, we gotta uplift and continue to uplift and pray for these people. People like Wendy Williams, man, we need to pray for her. We pray that she can, uh, you know, she uh, has a great recovery and just great health and just can be at peace, okay? Can be at peace and just can enjoy her life on a positive note, not on a, uh, not on an aggressive. I just spit all over my, yeah, I like that was. 
Get your mind out the gutter for whoever's watching this. Ew, ew. Did you just spit on the mic? Shut up. Shut up. But, um, but yeah, man, I just, I had to bring this up about, uh, Wendy Williams because I was, uh, I was, uh, uh, and well, still am a huge fan of, um, of Wendy Williams and, um, hope that she, uh, will hope that she will have a, uh, great, uh, recovery. Um, you know, you just, you, things, man, you just really don't, you just don't know. You just don't know. Uh, but we are going to do a quick commercial break when we come back and speak, uh, uh, have some more stuff to talk about here on the Aaron Tagalan podcast. We'll be right back. That's right, y'all. Make sure y'all tune into my weekly radio show, uh, in your city, in your city, hosted by, of course, yours truly, along with my good friends, comedian Sirock Fox and uh, Hustle Queen Miss Michelle Young, and shout out to our producer Cam Golly. That radio show airs every Sundays at 12 p.m. on WNSB Hot 91.1 FM, the Soul of EA. All right, guys. Now back to the show. Back to the uh, back to the pod. Um, I was so one thing I love about disney plus disney plus lets me relive my childhood because i see films and uh shows that i haven't watched since when you know i haven't watched in years you know back when i was a kid watching disney channel and being a subscriber to disney plus disney plus gives you the full archive of past you know past work that they've done and so uh, over the weekend i was watching this movie called eddie's million dollar cook-off eddie's million dollar cook-off in this movie um, was about a, a, a kid named Eddie who his um, he was a tremendous uh, baseball player, but he had a love for something else. Now the kicker was so his dad was the baseball coach. His dad was somewhat of a you know misogynistic in a sense. He was very insulting um, using the you know using the terms "Hey, you run like a girl" and um, and men don't do this men do this kind of attitude and so in the beginning it showed uh his dad was a was a baseball coach of his um of his the team he played for a uh, baseball team always struggled but Eddie was their number one guy he was their best player um Eddie starts to develop a love for culinary okay he start he looks out on the TV he sees uh Bobby Flay cooking and uh he always could make some good you know quick off the cuff uh, stuff like he was hell was great at making uh you know fancy looking hot dogs he he had a uh, he uh made this meal uh, uh like it was like fried chicken but with uh fruit loops and mashed potatoes and just he he, he could whip up anything but he, he still didn't have the knowledge when it came when it came to culinary and so he struggled because he kept that as a secret from his best friends who were, you know who were guys and his dad and his two brothers, because they they will pick on him after he fixes it. They will pick on him, call him Eddie Crocker, and make sure you get your uh, your uh, uh, apron ready and things like that. 
And so he was extremely scared and extremely uh uh um he 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 was just very to himself because he likes saying, "Okay, this is my biggest secret. I can't let the guys see, you know, see that. I can't let my dad see this because they're going to continue to pick on me and blase blase blase." And you know, uh, guys play sports; they don't belong in the kitchen. That was what he was fighting against. So fast forward, he takes a, a home net class. He forces his friends to do it. Um, his friends catch him kind of enjoying this, and they will pick on him some more, pick on him some more. Then an opportunity came for uh, uh, a cook-off competition that was like a million-dollar cook-off, and it was it was towards scholarships, right? And so the winner would receive a scholarship towards a, a school, I guess a known culinary school. It was hosted by Bobby Flay, blase, blase, blase. And so he was back and forth, continued to work on his craft as cooking, but still hiding it from his family and his friends. Once his friends found out, oh, you know, one of them, was not talking to him at all would do this and do that and would uh, to avoid him. And, um, he said, do, you know, guys don't do that. Guys don't do that. Um, his dad on the other hand was the same, uh, the same way his, his dad would always say, well, Eddie, I know, um, I know that you, like sports. I know you like baseball more. Look, some of these games, we got college scouts coming, maybe even uh, pro scouts. You can maybe go on the pros instead of, and skip over going to college because this is how big sports is. So I titled this segment, Times Really Haven't Changed, because this is 2024. That film was done in 03, about 21, 20 years ago. We're in a world where you do. You have the, the the feminist movement that are very passionate. Hey, I can do the same job a guy can do. You have women fighting for equal pay because, again, you still have that that balance, right? We see it a lot in sports. We see it in corporate America. We see it in Hollywood. Um, that has not changed, right? Uh, there's a couple. There's a scene on the in the movie where because um, on this baseball team there were two girls on the baseball squad playing with the guys now. You know, you have softball, which is mainly for girls, and then you have baseball, which is played majority of, of men. Um, but this was different. And this girl had said, she called out the, the coach, Eddie's dad, and said, "You, why do you insult me like that? You just said, why is it an insult when you say run like a girl? First of all, I am a girl. I run, I, I'm going to run like a girl because I am a girl. But why is it an insult when you say you run like a girl, but a compliment if you tell that same girl that you run like a guy. I was like, whoa, boy, has nothing's changed. Like, it's crazy how just the circle of spin continues to evolve. And it is just really, it, it blows my mind because we've all said, hey, look, you run like a girl and this and like girl. But you have, obviously, you, the more you know, the more you grow. You, you're you still a, a student. You're still learning. I say all the time, I'm still learning. I have to watch what I say, with, you know, so I won't be in, uh, insulting towards a, a, a group of people or community or, gen, you know, gender, things in that nature. And I know I'm not the best athlete. So does that make me less of a man? I'm, I'm not good at changing a tire. Does that make me less of a man? All the quote-unquote manly things that go on in our world if you can't do that you're going to be called out right i mean 
I mean, at least in the culinary world, you you do embrace a lot of male chefs. Um, you rarely see it still, I think, in baking, in my opinion. I mean, there's some popular shows that involve male bakers, but I still think that that is very um, that still has some growing to do. Um, but this film had really spoke on so many issues that are still happening to this day. And I just had to bring it up during the show because I just thought it was pretty cool. I'm like, whoa, 21 years ago and we still haven't changed. So what would, what would occur? How could we make that change? And it's going to be a lot of growth. It's going to be a lot of growth because the whole pay, pay wage, that's a whole separate show. Um, but as far as the, the slains and the slogans and the, 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 you run like a girl and this and that, we have to, we have to, cut that out guys we 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 really do and i'm speaking just as a man like you cannot think it's okay to to tell a to tell a girl um um you know you belong in the kitchen or you belong here and that we you don't have a saying for that who who are you to judge who are you to judge uh so i just had to bring that up and check out the if you are a um, disney plus um you know subscriber check out the film it's called eddie's million dollar cook-off it was in oh it was in oh three orlando uh what's the name orlando brown was in this film uh young eddie young you know young young uh uh orlando um so he was in that film and uh like i said bobby flay it was a few other uh famous um actors and actresses in there but i just i just said you know what that is crazy how that has not changed yet oh my god dang so just had to bring it up. Just had to bring it up. Okay. So let's see what's on my no. Okay. Um, I want to bring up. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see here. Also, what happened this past weekend was the South Carolina, you know I gotta talk politics. Y'all, come on, y'all. Y'all know me. Um, well, actually, you know what? I've already kind of said what I'm gonna speak on, but let me do a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're gonna talk more on the South Carolina primaries that just occurred this past week. Yeah, we're gonna talk some more about about that when we come back. With more here on the Aaron's Gavin podcast, we are back. Yeah. Nina. See. God. Got a cut off on my team. Put off on my team. Get ready for the ultimate music competition that will leave you on the edge of your seat. The full package, where the best of Virginia will battle it out to prove they have what it takes. Hello, we're your host. I'm Nina Nicole. And I'm LITS. In this thrilling competition, contestants will face electrifying challenges, testing their musical knowledge, skills, and creativity. You have one shot to prove you're the full package. Only the most exceptional performers will rise to the top and claim the title as the full package. Every note. Every move. Every beat. Counts. Who will have what it takes to become the ultimate music sensation and reign supreme as the full package? Don't miss the full package, where dreams are made and legends are born. Tune in for the most thrilling music competition of the year. Coming, Coming soon, soon to, to your, your screens. screens. The full package. 
kind yeah. of situation, uh -huh. the texture and everything. Right. Mind blowing. I've never seen talent like this before. You've got the full package. Yay, yay, yay. Yo, that is the full package, a show that yours truly happens to serve as a backstage host of. It's a, 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 a singing songwriting competition that we are uh, currently still filming, uh, and it's coming to a, a, a channel near you. I'm so excited to be a part of that. Uh, we are almost finished filming because we've been filming since last uh, year, <laughs> okay? And so uh, it's a lot it's a lot going on, but um, yeah, wanted to wanted to bring up about the South Carolina primaries, South Carolina primaries, uh, which happened this past Saturday, and it wasn't anything that was a shocker to uh, most people. Uh, if you have been living under a rock, um, then you already know that. Donald Trump has been coming in at number one. Let me go ahead and bring that. Oh, there you go. Get that good. Get that good image for you. Um, Trump has been coming in at number one for uh, since the beginning, right? He uh, Iowa caucus. He won New Hampshire primary. He won South Carolina. He won. Now, um, his opponent is that still the Lone Ranger uh, on the Republican um, on the Republican uh, ticket is uh, Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley, a former South Carolina governor, former UN ambassador, Nikki Haley. Uh, she is, she's not, she's not leaving. And she's not, you know, and it's, it's interesting because a lot of people are saying, why is she continuing to waste uh, uh, people who have funded for her, people that are donating money to her campaign? It's a waste. She's wasting their money because she has not come nowhere near close to winning a, a primary. Uh, now the results were already in for the South Carolina primary. Uh, it shows that uh, former President Donald Trump received 59.8 percent of the votes. Around, uh, I'm looking at the exact number. Um, a little over 450,000 votes. He gained also 47 delegates. Now, Nikki uh, received 39.5 percent, which was uh, close to 300,000 votes, uh, gained three delegates in her home state, a state where she was hoping to, uh, to win. But I've uh, listened to different coverages on um, all the outlets. And in all honesty, uh, Democratic strategists have made a good point. He's like, what do you ex like? What what does uh, this win mean for, uh, uh, you know, for the Democrats in, uh, you know, in South Carolina? And they said absolutely nothing. <laughs> okay, absolutely nothing, uh, because South Carolina has never, never won over. Uh, uh, was was more of a blue state. It's a red state. It's been a red state for years. It's the South, the South, and South Carolina is very much. You know, they you gotta be careful in certain parts that you at. Um, I my in laws live in in South Carolina, and, and South Carolina is a beautiful state. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's a lot, it's big, it's affordable. Um, it's uh uh, you know, their their rules are more uh, you know, well more lenient than you know my you know myself living in the Commonwealth uh, state of Virginia. Uh, but you know, it's you know it has some great great perks and stuff. But you know, they are a very red conservative state, and so 
it wasn't really a shocker. It wasn't a shocker. Now the 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 obviously to some the shocker is why didn't Nikki Haley win over her state? Why didn't Nikki Haley win over her state? Um, the thing is, a good portion of the MAGA base, I would say, is coming out of South Carolina. Hands down. For one, you have a former lieutenant governor that was under Nikki Haley that now I think serve as a governor. He endorsed uh, uh, Donald Trump. You see Tim Scott on his, on Trump's hip pocket everywhere he goes. For, he's the uh, South Carolina state, uh, South Carolina, uh, yes, uh, senator. Um, He is not leaving uh, Trump at all. Okay, uh, so he has a lot. Of, he, you even saw at the uh, when uh, Trump had made his victory speech from the primaries, um, you had uh, the owner of the New York Jets was on that stage as well. So you had a lot of you know known supporters for uh, former President Trump, uh, and he had been, you know, of course his mouth gets him in trouble. I had the longest conversation with one of my best friends, who uh, who who leans more conservative, right? We 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 disagree. Uh, majority of the time on um on uh, uh political views, but I mean we know that we don't let our political beliefs step in our friendship. I mean we we don't we have that utmost respect for each other that we can still can you know have a regular conversation. But we were just talking about um how Trump's mouth gets his ass in trouble. Uh, because if you think of, if you think about it, if you had you know say we fast forward, Trump wins. Trump is nowhere near as controversial from the tongue than he is. And you just said, okay, just go in office, do what you want to do as far as policy wise. And let's see, is he going to be just as bad? And that's all. I don't think he'll be just as, just as bad as he is right now because his mouth gets him in trouble. I, for me, I want a leader. If you're going to be representing all of the United States, why would you want an individual that is arrogant, extremely cocky, narcissist, uh, uh, unapologetic to you know towards others when he know he, when he knows he's wrong like I, that's not me that's not my cup of tea but um but some people that just like him for his policies they really don't like the person but they just like his policies I'm a person not party individual so I'm the opposite um but Trump had recently <laughs> said uh what did he say he was at some event and was saying oh he can't see the lights see the the lights are so bright but I can see the black ones I can see I can see the black ones though. I can see the black ones. Uh, then he compared himself to most of uh, uh, black people uh, because of his indictments, because they're trying to lock him up in jail. Like, I mean, think before you speak, man. So for one, he's saying that, okay, you can you can relate to black people because of your of how many charges you're facing. So now you're calling all black people criminals. All right. Anyway, I'm not going to get to you with that. But fast forward, long story short, he has... Um, he has won the primary, and so the next uh, thing that they are talking about is, uh, you know, his picks, right? You know, Trump's VP picks. And so the interesting thing, the interesting thing with that is there have been some names uh, on that list. Uh, now, they had at CPAC, they had um, uh, like a polling uh, happening. And they were just like, you know, kind of pulling out of a straw kind of thing. And, you know, certain percentages voting. Oh, we want to see this person as their VP. We want to see that person as their VP. So on and so on. So uh, a couple of people that had tied up. Uh, now, this was a polling, I think, out of like 1,400 attendees who, who was doing this poll. 
uh, that was at CPAC, which is a um, like a very conservative. Uh, what is it? A uh, conservative uh, convention that I feel like happens every two weeks. Uh, <laughs> um, what is what is, I'm trying to see what the freaking name, the initials. Uh, what does that mean? What is it? Okay, Conservative Political Action Conference. That's what it is. Uh, Conservative Political uh, Action Conference. And so those voters had said, okay, South Dakota Governor Christy Nome and uh, Vivek Entrepreneur Vivek Ramasamy are tied at fifteen percent. Would like would like to see either of those two at uh, the VP. Uh, Tosi Gabbard, former Democratic Congresswoman out of Hawaii. Uh, she had received 9%. So Telsey has been the voice for the right lately. Um, she has She's an independent, but I will say she's more of a right-leaning independent uh, because now her career is to bash the former party that she served forever. Okay, now, it's nothing wrong with that because I have friends that work on, you know, local, state, and federal level, and they've said it, look, a lot of people don't show on the media or a lot of news uh, media outlets don't show that we fight a lot within our own party. There's people we don't like within our own party. That's not being told there. The narrative is like divisiveness, separation. So <laughs> we all know within different parties, you have, you have far right, uh, left, uh, uh, left people. You have, you have, um, what else you have? moderate democrats you have centrist democrats you have uh progressive democrats you have conservative you know you have the more conservative like 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 joe manchin out of west virginia he's a moderate democrat but he's considered a conservative democrat um i have family that are conservative liberals uh um you then you you know you have the same with the republicans you have moderate republicans centrist republicans um you have far right republicans you have liberal republicans um you, 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 there's so many parties within the party, uh, but Tulsi has, since she's, uh, ran for, for office, um, she has, she has always been the person that to, to, to speak what's the, uh, what's the worst things about the Democrat party, what are the worst things that they're doing and this and any other. She's run for president before, um, didn't come up close, but that was a, I believe maybe two, a few terms ago. Uh, she ran, which she probably could have ran again, honestly, uh, if she was still, you know, very strong in the Democratic Party and stuff. Um, but, you know, she was doing a few appearances on Fox News and then eventually. Um, hold on. Um, and uh, she would uh, she would do a lot of appearances on on Fox um, you know, and just speaking, you know, because they wanted to get a, a, a somebody from the left, you know, sharing what, you know, sharing the issues with the left. Because let's see, let's be honest, Fox Fox will have their liberal and concerning and uh, and uh, democratic, uh, um, you know, contributors there because they want to hear someone from the side. But that's a very small small number, um, because you know, obviously their agenda is to support mainly people on the right, um. But Tulsi is, you know, then she's currently a Fox, you know, a full-time Fox contributor. Um, she left the Democratic Party. Uh, she has recently, I think, signed with X for some exclusive content there. She has started a podcast. 
and things like that. So she's always she's doing her own her own thing. Um, she is one of those uh, people that are you know have been mentioned for a potential VP. Uh, New York uh, Representative Congresswoman Elise Stefanik and Tim Scott, South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, they're tied at eight percent. Okay, they're tied at eight percent. Um, then you have a Florida Congressman Byron Donald, seven percent. And last we have Carrie Lake, uh, Arizona Senate candidate Carrie Lake with six percent. So those are the list of individuals that, and I'm gonna see if I can, if I can kind of show you a little bit of that. Uh, if you can see on there the, and this is reported by the BBC, by the way, but this is just showing a percentage of uh, those those uh, names I've just mentioned. Here's a few of the. Uh, there's a few uh, people right there. So you have Telsey Gabbard uh, in the white suit in the middle. You have Elise Stefanik. <coughs> Excuse me. And then you have on the uh, on the end right there in the black suit. That is uh, the South Dakota Governor Christy Nome. So those are the three ladies. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, you're, miss you're missing the fourth lady is uh, Carrie Lake. Now, Carrie Lake is... Huh. I don't know. She's out. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they love her, but she could be. She could be one because she she has no political experience at all. But neither did Donald Trump. Um, Tim Scott has been kissing uh, uh, Trump's tail for the, for the beginning. I think you know it'll be an insult if if Trump gives him a. Uh, a job on the urban housing and development like he did I don't know a, fa a famous brain surgeon by the name of Ben Carlson it's just my opinion um, Vivek uh, Vivek kind of irritated a lot of people on the uh, Republican side but you know young Republicans and conservative uh, so even some independents uh, more conservative independents uh, enjoyed Vivek just because he's very vocal and uh, unapologetic and doesn't hold back and calls people out and things like that um, let me see if they have any pictures of anybody else. Okay, no, no, nobody else. Let me come out of that. But um, but yes. So we um, we will see. We will see. We will see. We will see. Uh, how that will eventually end up with those VP picks. Now, I've heard. Uh, conservative strategists, I mean, excuse me, Republican uh, strategists even say, look, all those people on that list, it wouldn't surprise me if none of them are going to be uh, uh, the VP. It's just, it's too early to, it's too early to say. We're going on, maybe we have like close to like nine months left until this election is over with. Um, so we will see. We will see. Um, I don't know too much about the South Dakota governor, Christy Nome. Uh, she's always been a, a vocal Trump supporter. Uh, they love Tulsi because Tulsi is just like, I think it's all about, I, I'm, I'm always thinking of story. I'm thinking like, well, what would be a great story to, sh to share? Former Democrat congresswoman now serving as, uh, left the Democratic Party, now serving as the VP uh, under Trump. She's young. Uh, she's... Uh, She's very likable from the young people. She's she's a, a familiar face on Joe Rogan's podcast. He's spoken highly about Tulsi and about voting for her. And um, 
But again, Telsey just signed a deal with with X. So I'm like, okay, is that going to be a conflict of interest? Is that deal going to flop if she becomes VP? I mean, I would think because how can she manage the two? Um, or or it might work. It might be even better. I don't know. Uh, Tim Scott. I mean, people respect him on both sides of the aisle, but a lot of black people are not crazy about Tim Scott. I will say that. Uh, same for uh Byron Donald. Now, I I I don't dislike Byron uh, Donald. I think he he backs what he preaches. So you got to have my respect for that. Um, I don't have to agree with uh, agree with him, which I don't. Um, but he is very 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 uh supportive and vocal for uh of President Trump. He even um he even um agreed with Trump when Trump said, "Hey, look, all these indictments and stuff that I'm getting, I feel you know I'm." Uh, that's why a lot of black conservatives uh, uh, support me, because we 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 going through the same thing like like Byron Donald has. And I just read that on the Hill like he's he, he's like, yeah, it is very similar. So he's very vocal like that. I mean, a lot of he's always, you know, back and forth with the with the black community, man. So he's he's not he's not a, he's not scared. Uh, Carrie Lake again, uh, not really a not really a fan favorite. I don't think she will uh, be a great VP. Most likely will definitely have a position on his cabinet. Um, if he wins, uh, same for uh, uh, maybe Byron Donaldson. I mean, to me, if when Trump was already in office, Byron would have already had a position on um, uh, on his cabinet. But I think he had just won uh, congressman his congressman position out in Florida. Uh, so Tim Scott would definitely get a position. At least a most likely. Uh, Vivek, yes, and Chrissy Nome, Tosi, and Kerry. I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. Uh, but I just wanted to share those stories with you that went on this past weekend. And before we close, guys, I want to bring up an event that uh, the uh, that the Rugged Evolution Foundation will be having May 11th. It's the Saturday before Mother's Day. So if you are in, there you go. If you are in the Hampton Roads area, if you are in the Hampton Roads area, please, please, please go on Eventbrite today. Uh, the Rugged Evolution Foundation will be presenting uh, this event called A Toast to Mom. A Toast to Mom. And this is just a day to, to showcase and to spread the love and to praise our mothers out there uh, in Hampton Roads that are doing just great things. Cause let, let me be honest. I wouldn't be the person today without my mother, without support of my mother. I'm a mama's boy, loud and proud about it. I'm a mama's boy. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I, I can't speak anything highly without, you know, what the world will be without mothers. Um, this event will be happening May 11th. Okay. May 11th at the holiday Inn uh, conference, uh, hotel over in Virginia Beach, Virginia. The address is at the bottom of there. Uh, five, uh, fifty-six, fifty-five Greenwich. Gr I said Greenwich. Green Greenwich Road, uh, in Virginia Beach. Uh, we will have vendors in attendance. I believe. Uh, I believe we have like I think almost six vendors. Uh, my good friend, uh, Emmy-nominated journalist Miss Ashley Smith. She is the anchor of. 13 news now uh and she is uh she's awesome she's all she's going to be hosting this event uh we have musical artist miss roberta lee who i spoke uh early about earlier this um during this pod uh she will be performing we also have the the the, the funny 
comedians, right? We, you know, I gotta bring some comedy out. We have Miss Sherry Priester, uh, and we also have uh, headlining this comedian Steph Funny. She is so funny. She actually went viral. Uh, if you you can look up it for you, uh, Breakfast Club fans. She was uh, she had she was the girl that had. Uh, I think she did the impersonation of a uh, uh, Busta Rhymes. Uh, the look at me now, the look at me now challenge on uh, the Breakfast Club. She called in and killed it, and it they end up reposting it. It got so many views, and she's awesome. Stephanie is awesome. Um, again, this event is ha- oh. Then we also have my good friend uh, DJ Scandalous from one o- uh, from uh, WNSB Hot ninety one. Uh, gonna be uh, on the ones and twos, getting that good music going. Um, and then of course my family and uh, from in your city, we will be there. We'll have a, a, a be set up there doing a doing a recording, interviewing some of the vendors and all that great stuff. So it'll be a great great evening. Uh. Uh, uh, that's going to be occurring May 11th, that Saturday. If you are in the Hampton Roads, Virginia area, do me a favor. Go on Eventbrite right now. Go on Eventbrite right now. Type in a toast to mom. Get your tickets before we sell out because it is, it is, it is, yes, it is selling. It is selling now. You can actually follow the foundation uh, pages, their Instagram page, uh, rugged underscore foundation one. Follow because we do some great stuff in the community. Giving back is what we have to do, y'all. We have to always give back. Um, and so we are, these are just more of the events that we do in the community. And I'm so excited to be, uh, doing this amazing event, uh, for, uh, the day before mother's day. Um, yeah, guys, I think that's all, that's all I got for y'all today. That is all I got for y'all today. I hope y'all enjoy. Be sure to continue to tune into the Arrington Gavin podcast Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time via podcast, okay? So if you want to listen to the audio version, that drops at 10 a.m. every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, wherever you get your pod, whether that's Odyssey, iHeart, Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast, you can listen in uh, on those days. And then if you want to watch the video version, the video versions drop at 5 p.m. on our YouTube channel, R Smooth Club Media, uh, at uh, the Arrington Gavin Podcast on Rumble, so for you Rumble subscribers out there, watch us on uh, on Rumble. Just type in Aaron T. Gavin Podcast. You can follow us there. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? What else? Facebook, Our Smooth Club Podcast, as well as X. So we got some great stuff going. And uh, we're just going to have some good, uh, some good, uh, some more good conversation because it is election season. So I hope to bring on some candidates and current uh, 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 political officials that are serving and running for re-election. I'm going to have them on the show. I'm going to have some of my friends in politics. Uh, when we speak on the local and state and federal elections, um, it'll be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. So until next time, y'all, y'all be easy. I will see y'all on Wednesday. I'm out.